I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here till 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. And then, then Garden Talk's back live. So everyone's excited about that. And uh, looking forward to listening to the folks in Garden Talk. So stick around for that as well. And uh, real quick story. Uh, while I was away down south and uh, had to configure a few Internet of Things devices, uh, like a smart thermostat, a smart lock to get into the property. And so we we configured the, the devices, and then I decided I wanted to change the SSID within my property. Well, if I went to this the Nest thermostat, you know how easy it was? I just clicked over to it and told it the new SSID. It took me like three seconds to change that. Very smart device, the Nest thermostat. My lock, however, is one of the dumbest Internet of Things devices I've ever seen. It communicates via both Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So my phone could talk to the lock, but I couldn't tell it the new SSID, which is, to me, a humongous mistake that you couldn't do that. So I then had to default the lock. I had to get on with support and go through literally headstands and craziness to default the lock, remove it from the app as if it never existed, and put it all back together just to change the SSID on the lock, even though I could communicate with it via Bluetooth. That's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why would you give this the ability to communicate it via Bluetooth but not tell it it's on a different SSID? It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> so the engineers on the support side agreed. Well, we'll put that through and uh, make that request, sir. you got to be kidding me. You change your SSID, it's, it's going to be uh, that massive of an undertaking to change your lock settings. It's just crazy. But just so you know, guy, you know, even though I'm a geek, I have to go through the same junk you guys have to go through to get things to work. Uh, but let's get to your calls. I'm going to go over to uh, Cam in Southington. Hey, Cam. I think it's Hi. Carm. Oh, Carm. Carm. <laughs> the, um, the screen is so far away, and I've got my glasses on to see close, so I can't see you far. <laughs> so what's going on, Carm? Okay. Um I have tried to do the um uh open DNS yeah. twice. Uh the first time with the help of Netgear. Uh-huh. 
right. and it didn't work. And the second time, unfortunately, was with a service that Cox gets you to sign up for $10 a month, hmm. which I am going to cancel today. Hmm. Um, they tried to do uh, the open DNS and couldn't, and we couldn't do it. What? Um, and they even went to your website. Yeah, <laughs> a 15-year-old kid can do it. Went to your website and uh, got all the information, yeah. and we tried. And it, he totally screwed up my router to the point where I had to set it to factory default. Oh, boy. And then I... Then I got had to pay Netgear fifty dollars to get get my router to work again. Unbelievable! It was such a mess, and I could have done the mistakes myself. Right for free. <laughs> yeah, for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open DNS is is quite simple, and I'm I'm sorry you had those experiences. I would contest the charges on my credit card. That'd be me, um, considering they didn't actually perform a service for you. But uh, well, that's for a I'm different show. I'm test uh, with Cox. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I haven't had any problems um, right. recently. Uh, now, now all those uh, guys are going to be, uh, since I announced it over the radio that I haven't had problems, I'm going to probably have problems. <laughs> no, no. The bad yeah. guys aren't that smart. They're just, don't worry about that. Um, okay. The the well, issue is OpenDNS is very simple to configure, and I can't imagine what kind of issues you had. Does um, it matter that it, that I have an Orby? An Orby? Orby. 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 Uh, yeah. No, it shouldn't matter. What model is your router, your Netgear router? Um, it's an Orby. A Netgear Orby. I got it. Okay. Yeah, that's just the name of uh, the device. It's a nice high-speed router. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I need the high speed for a tiny business that I have. Okay. And um No, yeah. it really shouldn't matter, Carm. It's basically all we're telling the router is instead of handing out the DNS IP addresses from Cox, you know, which is what they obtain automatically, you just put uh -huh. in the two DNS IPs. Uh, oh my gosh, we actually have a an Orbi open DNS specific configuration for you how to set oh your, how, to, how to set your dns in the orby the yeah. netgear orby router so what you can oh, wow. do is with, go follow the link and do this for free minute, with screenshots and everything yeah. where do you get that uh computertalkwithtab.com okay all right so it'll be on your website it will be now this is to how to is to how to change dns not to configure open dns but OpenDNS is IP. It's not using IPs for OpenDNS, is it? Well, we we have the uh, links we, we put up for OpenDNS. Right, but I'm saying if you follow the specific line here, you right. need to make sure you have to put the OpenDNS IPs in, not the ones they're showing in the example. Correct. If that makes sense. This is just this is just how to change DNS in an Orbi Netgear, or a Netgear okay. Orbi, whichever you want to call it. Oh uh, well, then you just you have to do the admin and. Yeah, um, admin, login, and it even gives you right down to the, the links as to where to go. It'll tell you exactly how to get there. And literally, it should take five minutes. So they, oh, uh, they have their own, what they call, clean browsing family IPs, but just put the open DNS ones in their place. Right. Yeah, we really couldn't uh, speak to whatever they're offering. 
Everybody okay. wants to know where you're going, right? Everybody wants to know where you're going. Um, so that's, I put that's the uh, uh, the IP address. Um, I made it up, or no, no. You have to use the Open DNS IP addresses. That's yeah, the whole. Well, that's what I was using. Yeah. yeah. Two hundred eight dot. What is it? Two hundred eight dot sixty seven dot. Okay. Well, actually, I guess I went three times to try to do this. I used um, the Open DNS addresses, but it it just didn't work. It really, it really. Uh, it's Once not... you put them in, don't forget to save them. Well, yeah, you got to save them. There's always <laughs> silly steps that people miss, but uh-huh. the, the Netgear well, folks should have been able to do it for you in five minutes. Again, a 15-year-old kid should be able to follow this instruction and do it for you in 15 minutes. It's not, it's not complicated. It really isn't. Maybe so, that's the answer. I can get my 16-year-old son, to, uh, grandson, to um, yeah. do this for me. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you he'd do great. Then, oh golly. Then you can okay. take him out for, for pizza or something. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, I heard you talking about one of the uh, subjects that, uh, about the Internet. Which subject? Uh, the fact that there is going to be another. Um... Oh, yes. Go NetSpeed coming to Southington, yeah. Okay, so without NetSpeed, there is nothing else that I you... can get? You either get Frontier or Cox in Southington. That I'm sure of. That's it. Those two. I don't know which one is worse. I <laughs> well. was without internet over the entire Memorial Day weekend. You were out. Even though I called them and spoke with somebody. Mm. Um, and over the entire weekend and prior to that, about three days before the weekend. That's awful. And my neighbor was getting it. Um, and I'm on one of those long cables that you're yep. talking about. You underground can't... cable? Is it underground or overhead? No, no. Underground. Oh, boy. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to get it, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Ever? I mean, I have Well, a... maybe someday. I mean, the, it's easy to run cable in the, on the poles versus uh-huh. running it underground. So when I talked to a GoNetSpeed representative... That told me about Southington East Hartford little competition here. Um, he also looked at my site and said, "Oh, sorry, Eric, you're, you have underground cables. We can't get to your can't get to your site." <laughs> I'm like, well, that stinks. Oh my god! Um, and they told me why. It's obviously more trouble. But eventually, they probably, as they continue to to gain market share, um, I'm hoping that they consider underground wiring as a spot that they should focus on or put their own. You know, yeah, the, conduit the in. Fiber's going to be running right by your house, and yeah. you won't be able to get to right it. by the back of my house. <laughs> They're gonna, it's going to run right down East Street, but that's not going to help me. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, so there is no like satellite or anything like that that you Mm-mm. can. Uh... Not that I'd recommend. Nope. The no. Better, better of the two services would probably be Cox of the two you know that we have available now. But if you don't get any internet for them, and you're paying eighty bucks a month, um, yeah. I got a I got a small credit, mm-hmm. but uh, I still didn't have any internet, which was more important than getting the money. Right, right. Uh, so I would tell you for your business, see if they can get to your business. You'll probably be much happier for your home. I think you're out of luck. Uh, Sorry, Carm. Yeah. But it is what it is. Uh-huh. All right, we're going to let you go. We're going to get to some more calls, okay? All right, thank you very much. You're welcome. The link to Orby is up for you. All right, thanks. Yep, all right, bye-bye. 
All right. So we're going to step out, I think, for a quick break uh, and get back to more of your calls. We have four lines jammed up. This is Computer Talk. Everything's posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. And we are broadcasting live uh, for a live program here. And we're Facebook living as well over at WTIC's Facebook page. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Uh, then stick around for Dr. Alessi. He will be on with Healthy Rounds and uh, give you a second opinion on your health advice. And then, of course, Garden Talk. So it's really exciting here. We've got Garden Talk back on the air. Things are opening up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. All the essential services that we need. Very much. Especially always, on the weekends. Always here at WTIC is essential. So let's get right back to your calls. Let me see what's on the docket here. We've got, is it? John? Yeah. Is John there from Brookline, Mass? John, you there? Yeah. yeah. What can I do for you, sir? Hello, Computer Talk. Hi. I've had Comcast as a service provider for more than 20 years. Yeah. And uh, for a variety of reasons, I went to the new service provider. Um, during that 20 years, I used Comcast exclusively as my email provider. Right. And all, I have more than 2,000 uh, financial-related emails that I need to keep that exists only on the Comcast cloud, not on my computer. Right. So how do I how do I efficiently transfer all those to my either my computer or some email provider? You should be able to export them from Comcast. I can I, I, can, I can export them. I can either forward them one at a time, or I can export them a maximum eight at a time. And when I try to transfer them and export them in groups of eight or more. Um, and maybe I'm using the long term, but uh, as 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 I I tried to do it and on, on my email now, when I tried to do up to eight, it yeah. group them together in one file, and then it was I, I don't know what to do with that, and that was only a maximum of eight at the time. All right, we have a better idea then. So you have okay. a uh, you're accessing them now using a web browser, is that correct? Um. Uh, yes, I. I Okay. Yes, web browser. Yeah. Uh, on your computer, do you do you have uh, like Office configured? Microsoft Office. Microsoft Office with the no, Outlook. I, I I do not. I, I'd be willing to buy it if that was. That's the solution. That'll solve your issue. You need to buy Outlook. Okay. For home well, and business, not not home and student, home and business, because you got to get the Outlook piece. Home and Outlook. Home and business, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. And I can, and how many can I export at a time to to that? You can bring them all down. Yeah, all of them will come down automatically. They should automatically synchronize down to your local PST when you when you configure your account within Outlook. All that mail should come down. Okay. Um, it, okay. Very good. And since you answered my question so quickly, can I ask you what you would recommend as an email uh, online email provider? Proton. Proton Mail. Proton. They are Proton. a uh, they're a collaboration with uh, the Swiss government and MIT, and are a okay. completely. I think it's a Swiss government, uh, and they are com- uh, fully encrypted. Um, they have a free service, and then they have a pay service. Great, and I'm willing to pay something for the extra storage capacity. I assume that's what I would need. Okay, uh, very so, good. Thank you yep. very much. You're welcome, sir. Okay. 
Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go on to Joe in Windsor next. What's going on, Joe? Hey, good morning. I listen to you guys all the time. Great. Thanks. Even though I'm a Mac user. That's okay. <laughs> I always learn a lot. Um, I'm nothing against Apple Mac, you know. Good. <laughs> I, I do right now. <laughs> oh, what happened? <laughs> no. I, uh, the problem, the problem was, is with GoDaddy. Ah. I have I have two accounts. One is Gmail, which opens up in Firefox. Yeah. And GoDaddy won't open up at all. It um, I've had it for years and years and years, and all of a sudden, it won't it won't work. Um, what I think happened is my Firefox is outdated and it won't support GoDaddy. Okay, that's an easy upgrade. Uh, well, n- not if my computer's too old. Oh, you have an old Mac, huh? Yeah, I got a ten six eight, and I've I've got to go to at least ten ten. Uh oh. But How about the, trying a different browser? Yeah, I tried Chrome. Yep. Real good. Still doesn't do it. It's too old. Now the weird thing. This is weird. I could never get my GoDaddy on my Android phone. That is I weird. I tried for years. Now all of a sudden it works on my phone. It jumped from my <laughs> computer. <laughs> It was a big leap, but now I get this little print on my on my phone, and GoDaddy opens up. I get all my emails there. Okay, so, so and it opens up through Chrome. So you're still using a browser on your phone to get to your mail. Yeah, I would tell you to use the Gmail mail client on your phone. Okay, I use Gmail on my phone for my personal stuff yep. rather than my business stuff. But you and can. You can add a second account or a third account. I have three different email accounts on my Gmail. Okay. I've, got the, I've got my Gmail account, which I don't even look at, and then I've got my other two email boxes, my personal and my business. Okay. So I'm going to lose my domain name and make up a new one and tell everybody what it is, right? No. That doesn't have to change. You can no, still I pay. Can't. Your, your, the, email, the Gmail icon is just the tool. It's just the mail client. Right. And GoDaddy is your mailbox. So you're not going to change that. You're going to keep paying them. You're just going to set the account up within Gmail. So there should be a username and password associated with your account, and there should be either POP or IMAP settings that you're going to put in that Gmail client. Okay. And everything else you're going to still pay GoDaddy. You're going to still do everything, but you're just going to use the client rather than using a browser. Using a browser, as people are seeing, is is a little problematic because you don't have your mail locally right it's it's out in the cloud and the moment you have no access to it is the moment you lost your mail okay Um, so bringing it down by a client is the way to go you can also probably get a mail client for your Mac Um, I don't know exactly which one uh, I would recommend but I'm sure Apple Mac has a mail client that's built into the operating system yeah I think they do you can put the same uh, account information that I described that you're gonna put in your Gmail into that mail client on your Mac and get your mail again Okay. When you do it via a browser, your mail is not coming down locally. So if you lose Internet, you, you can't get to the mail, right? Right. So when it's down locally, you can still search your email because it's on a local database that has accumulated okay. the mail. All right. Now, should I upgrade my computer anyways? Well. It can't hurt. It can't. That's a, yeah. If you, well, it can if I do it wrong. Gotcha, yeah. But, I mean... We the economy needs you to spend money, so go ahead. <laughs> Help the Nasdaq buy a new computer. <laughs> Are the Apple stores open? Probably not. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't go to Apple stores. You probably have to check with each one. They probably have some crazy yeah. uh, protocol that you'll have to go through. Um, it was it was kind of crazy in Florida. I, we could we could go and purchase things from Bed Bath and Beyond only through the internet and pick it up in the curb. So while we're parked at the curb, we could walk over to Marshalls and go into the store and get whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> but each store has their own different crazy quirks, man. Okay, the wow. Apple stores are open in uh, Hartford. Nice. Rentschler Field and Norwalk in Connecticut. But not West Hartford? Not in the uh, big nope, mall? Nope, this is just the three. And not Manchester? Nope. Uh, I would double check that, though, just in case. I that's just, what, that's what he's finding. I just Googled it. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah call him. Okay. <laughs> and I, I, you know, my, my fear is this, this This computer is really running out of time. You can yeah. hear the clock ticking in the background. How many and years I'm, old is it? Yes. Oh, that old, huh? Yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if I get something new, I'm probably just going to get a laptop that I can move around with because sure. I only have a few clients left and I'm not sure how long I'm going to work. I'm a hundred years old. So, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it seems like it today anyways. Um, yeah, yeah. so if I get a new computer, I'm going to lose all my software that works on this old computer because I got to upgrade everything else. You might have to do some upgrading. Yeah. That could get costly, sir. Oh, no, I'm getting older. I hear you. Welcome to my world when we have to tell our clients the same thing. I mean, only the state of Connecticut can run 40-year-old software. You have to upgrade. State of Connecticut, 40 years is young to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't care how much it costs to support. No, of course not. <laughs> we got to go to a break. Okay, All right? thank you, guys. You're welcome. You're always a help. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. And we'll be right back. Oh, wait a minute, Matt. Are you sure? Oh, we, have a, we have a minute left? That's not what my clock says. Maybe it is wrong. Um, I thought we were... <laughs> I thought we had less time. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Matt's running the outro music. Uh, stick around. Uh, we'll get to your calls. And, of course, we are uh, uh, streaming live over at WTIC's Facebook page. Everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. You can also listen to us on radio.com, which a lot of folks have been doing during the pandemic because we're not driving anywhere. And, uh, of course, you can get our podcast there as well. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here at 11 o'clock. Stick around. Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. And then you got Garden Talk. We're all excited about that coming back live uh, because it's you know definitely growing season. It was a really cold spring, so it was almost okay that they weren't around for the springtime because it was so cold. I don't remember a spring being this cold for so long. Um, yeah, but they could have told us how to not, not lose our... Uh... Well, that's true. Yeah. But I'm just saying, of all the times they didn't have to, you, know, you couldn't grow anything anyways. But it's good to have them back now that we're able to grow some stuff. Um, so stick around for that coming up, up at noon. Let's go to your calls. And uh, we're going to go to Sue in Terryville's been lying the longest. You there, Sue? Yes, I am. What's up? Hi. Hi. Um, it's not really a computer question. It's a printer. Yep. I have a brother printer, and it was working perfectly fine. No problems. Loved it. Ran out of toner. Never worked again. Can't get wow. it to work. I replaced uh, the toner three times. I went back to Staples to get it because someone told me it could be a bad batch of the toner. Yeah, and this is an inkjet or a laser? Laser. Okay, it is toner then. Okay, yep. And um, I called the brother people. They put me through a bunch of stuff, and uh, the drum still has 66% life on it, so it's not the drum. Yep. And when I put the, pr the toner in, 
and I do the first print copy, yeah, it, it copies very, 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 very faintly. You could see it. Uh-oh. But then after that, nothing. Is the drum and the fuser the same component, or is the, have you checked the fuser? I don't know what the fuser is. Everything, I think, is in that toner cartridge. Well, the toner cartridge is just the toner. There's usually a component called a fuser, and I'm not sure if in this brother it's combined with the drum um, or if it's but, not. Yeah, the drum is where you put the cartridge? Uh, there's a drum that deals with how the, how the uh, toner gets to the actual paper. There's a and menu. I think that's what the problem is. Yeah, yeah, the fuser, I would think. Go there's ahead, Bob. there's a menu option here. A menu option? Yep, and I've got it right here, and it says to power on the brother printer, open the mm -hmm. toner access door located at the front of the printer, press the clear slash back button, and yeah. it says scroll through the list of toner cartridges um, until you have located the one that is giving the replace toner message, and then press the one button to reset yeah, the toner I, I cartridge display. Oh, you've done all that? With, um, the brother people. Yeah, they okay. took me through all that. All right, so no good there. So it might be a mechanical issue, a fuser. I think it might be a fuser issue. They didn't bring up the word fuser, huh? No, and I went online for my model. They have nothing online for my model. And I called the brother people, and they, um, they're they very not helpful at all. Mm. How old is the printer? <laughs> it's probably, I don't know, five years old. But That's I don't use it that often, and it was $500. Yep. It, and I just think it's worth keeping. I'm sure it's something stupid because it works so perfectly, and then all of a sudden I put a new toner in, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I mean, I don't disagree with you. Uh, if the fuser, though, is the issue, and no one's talked fuser versus drum... Sometimes they could be thought of synonymously. Um, yeah, no, there actually is a separate fuser. So if you go and check on how to change out the fuser, you may want to consider that as another item to, to be replaced. Uh, or I they could do that, but it won't show my model printer. It will show every other one but my model. What's the model again? It's mfc dash. Seven three six zero N. N is a Nancy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. All right. Uh, drum reset. And there is definitely some information here. Uh, fuser unit. There is a fuser unit you can get for it, and the key is: can they get you a video to show you how to change it? Um, I think I can. Yeah, because they actually are combining different ver different models have similar. Pro, uh, procedures, so mm -hmm. you might you might find that they'll list a bunch of models as far as how to cover changing a fuser in that particular one. Um, I think what I would suggest that you do is you call brother and ask them about the fuser because it may be the engineer didn't think of it. I mean, it happens. Mm -hmm. And uh, take a look at go, doing some searches on the MFC seventy three sixty fuser. There is an there is a fuser part you can buy um, that may not have a relationship to the drum. And, you know, the drum is one thing. Does it have the N after it? Because I've seen ones for 60, but not with the N after Oh, really? Well, N just means exactly. network. N, is, N just means it's a networkable printer. Um, uh -huh. If it's a 7360, you know, that's okay. N is networkable. Sometimes W would be wireless. D would, in, would be for duplexing. Um, so N shouldn't matter to you. But uh, oh. I'm guessing your fuser is the issue. But I would check with them first. So call them back and say, hey, guys, I've had this issue. What do you think about 
changing out the fuser, is that the same as the drum? And that way you get a specific answer from brother, uh, mm-hmm. which is my my shot in the dark. Go ahead, Bob. I've got a link here that says, uh, what is the difference between a toner cartridge and the drum unit? And it gives an illustration. So maybe that would be helpful for you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, You're going to know way more about this printer than you should. <laughs> I know. I've been working on it forever. I even asked, uh, I went called the service repair. And, oh, we don't do brother. I'm like, okay. Yeah, HP is the bigger the bigger name out there as far as availability yeah. of repair. It's hard to find per- And there uh, has been repair. issues with new toner cartridges mm. where the little microchip in it, even though you get a brand new cartridge, will say it's empty mm-hmm. and there's nothing you can do except... Right, it's not saying it's empty. I, the guy said it could be just a bad batch. I went through three of them at Staples. I don't know if they'll give me another one. Well, I would say the they, one you have is probably fine. Nice giving yeah. it to me too. The one you have is probably fine, right? You still have mm-hmm. one, so yeah. I wouldn't go back. I think it has to do with your fuser. So you could even do a little bit of YouTubing to understand what a fuser is. Um, yeah, it's like the the ink isn't coming out of where it's supposed to. It's like it wants to, but it's not coming out. Right. I mean, believe it or not, it heats it mm-hmm. up. It's a laser that heats up the the toner and and melts it onto the onto the paper. And Fuse, that was the other thing. It. I shut my printer off, not knowing that you're never supposed to shut the printer off. Who told you that? And I had it. I saw it online. Ah, saying, you can turn um, your printer off. It's okay to turn oh, your printer off. Oh, it said that it would dry up everything. No. Well, if an inkjet, so an inkjet is different than laser. That's why I asked you that question oh, first. No, I have laser. Then you're fine. Inkjets, yes, they become dried up. They, the nozzles clog. It's a big mess. I'm not a big fan of inkjet. But for laser, no. you can leave it. You can turn it off and turn it on as often as you like. Oh. And I have another. I have a computer question now. Okay. Too. Why not? Go ahead. Um. I just got Xfinity uh, for um, my cable, but I don't mm-hmm. use it for cable, just for the Internet. All right. And I bought an Android box for my television. Okay. And now it always buffers. You're kidding. No. What's your what bandwidth? What's your bandwidth? My, what, did, what did they sell you for download speeds? Uh, 100 Mbps. Okay, 100 megabits. It's plenty of bandwidth. Mm-hmm. You don't need any more. So the Android. And I bought my own route, my own router that Netgear. Netgear, okay. Netgear, the, I bought that. The Android box that you talk about for is that's always buffering. Is it connected physically or is it wireless? Wireless. Did you use the 2.4 gigahertz range or the 5 gigahertz range? No so, clue where would oh, I where, where would when I When you connected to the SSID on your router, the one you configured, mm-hmm. your router probably offers both 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz speeds. Mm-hmm. I would tell you that the 2.4 does a better job for streaming, especially at distance. So oh. I would tell you to connect to the 2.4 SSID on your router for that box to have a better chance at performance. If you can do it hardwired, if there's a network cable you could run, that, mm-hmm. would, be, that would be the best option. Okay, I shouldn't get like one of those Wi-Fi, um, ultra Wi-Fi things. Well, I would assume I, your router is pretty young already, though. It's new, right? It's brand new. I just bought it yeah. last week. Yeah. But I thought maybe walls, because I have. I live in a small apartment, I mean. Yeah, you're fine. It, it's like a 1,000 square feet, if that, but I have like one, four walls in between where the That's TV okay. is. Walls are fine, but I think you're probably connecting at the 5 gigahertz and even yeah, at right. a distance. Yeah, right, it is 5 gigahertz. There it is. So do 2.4. Choose a 2.4 okay. SSID for that, and I bet you your, your buffering goes away. 
Okay, my and then when I'm in the living room, yeah, and I'm on my tablet, yeah, and my husband puts on his phone, he knocks mm-hmm. me off the internet. Well, that's not nice. Um, I think that, I think your issue there is that you have not configured enough IP addresses. So when you go to your DHCP settings in your Netgear device and your Netgear router, mm-hmm. make sure you mm-hmm. offer up a you know, twenty-five or fifty IPs to connect to your router. If you've limited it, you might just have too much of a limit. And make sure you configure okay. Open DNS while you're in there. Okay. <laughs> I have another solution for your brother printer, by the way. Oh, okay. And we can put a link up to that. Instead of entering one, you hit zero, or two zeros, excuse me. Oh, another process on the menu? Right, and so I put a link to it for Matt. So okay. it's under superuser.com. Uh, gotcha. So there's some other things you can do to try to force that printer okay. into printing. I thought maybe I hit so many buttons, you know, I maybe I no. didn't. I The programming, and then there's no reset button like every other printer has. I don't nope. have one. No, nope. I just think, I think your fuser has failed. Okay. And that's where you need to get a new fuser. But they, if you're going to spend 300 bucks on a new fuser on a $500 mm-hmm. printer. I'll buy a new printer. And I would stay away from that brand. Right, exactly. And that's <laughs> what I told the guy about fixing the printer. I said, I, I want to fix it, but I could buy a brand new one for 200 bucks. Right. I said, so I don't want to spend. But if, if it's something easy, you know, right. I'll fix it, you know, yeah. 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. But I think a fuser is going to get more expensive. So if it gets to that point, then you're just going to buy a new printer. All right. Yeah, I'll just buy a printer that takes that cartridge toner mm-hmm. since I have a full one. Well, it won't. <laughs> it won't work. That. Yeah, you'll, if you get a different oh, well. brand, it won't work. You can sell it on eBay. Sell it on Facebook. You'll have somebody that want to buy it. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, Sue. Well, thank you very much. My pleasure. Okay, have a good right. day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so are we taking a break? Well, I've lost time. I've done this. We haven't done the show for three, three weeks. I'm you know, probably time for a break, right, Matt? We're gonna step up for a quick break and get back to more of your calls. We're gonna be here till eleven o'clock, so stick around. We are streaming live over at WTIC's Facebook page. We'll be right back. And we are back. We're in the final stretch. We are live. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Happy to be back. Sorry we had to go away for as long as we had to, but I couldn't fly to Florida. I had to drive. <laughs> this whole thing has been pretty disruptive for everybody, so I, unfortunately I can't drive quickly to Florida. There's no quick way to drive there. Well, I think uh, driving takes typically about 24 hours. Is that correct? I did it in 18. 18? Nobody was on the road. <laughs> and I did not speed. I promise you. Promise. That's what cruise controls control oh, us for. That, you don't hit traffic. There was no traffic. Nobody was no. out. It was like it was, I was in some sort of weird dystopian movie. I could drive, I could get from Connecticut through New York like there was nobody on the road. It was weird. Yeah, I find that New York was a bottleneck, and then uh, when you hit the South Carolina border, yeah, usually. Oh, it was busy <laughs> in the south, but up up north it was this weird dystopian thing. Let's go to uh, your calls, though. We're going to go to Stu uh, in Higginham. What's going on, Stu? Good, af- good afternoon, guys, or good morning. Morning. This is a r- wacky sort of story here. Okay. When I was an undergraduate in engineering at Stanford University before either of you were born, yeah, a couple of my buddies, well, we put together and had the first computer date matching party ever. Uh, publicity indicated that was true. Years later, I wrote an article about it, which was published in the Stanford Alumni Magazine, and 
it was very funny. And I was the Smithsonian in 2005. I'm getting to the weird stuff. All right. They asked me to redo it for a computer magazine and make it a little more technical. I yeah. did. And I mentioned that back in those days, we formed a singing marching band, which yeah. still is in existence. And I listed in the second version of this now some of the tunes we played, like Wait Till the Sun Shines Nelly and uh, such funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now, I heard the story. You've called, called our show before, right? I thought I did, and I still can't find anybody who can tell me what it is. Yeah, keep going with your question, because I, I recall this being a weird question. Yeah, okay. So a year and a half ago, my wife and I have flown to Guanajuato, Mexico, where our son is a university professor there. Right. We just got to his house. Yep. We get inside, and my wife says, oh, my iPhone is about dead. i got to charge it. Right. She plugs it into the wall. I go into the next room to open the bag, and she says, Sweetheart, you're on the radio. And I said, what? <laughs> I come back in. I said, it's me. Yep, somebody now, was playing your podcast or something you said, or your recording. Except it's not the podcast. Somebody had cleverly, and good job, segued in some of the tunes from our band. <laughs> because we have a website that has some of the tunes, and they march around the Bay Area all the time. Yeah. So they had done a good job of putting in Wait Till the Sun Shines Nelly. Yeah. And then faded out at the end. What the heck is this? Well, again, if, if it's on the Internet, there are repositories of stuff that are on the Internet you just can't get away from. If you, it's, it's there forever now, right? So somebody must have coincidentally used your tune, and in the odds of it being heard the way you heard it was even weirder, right? It just kind of came on. And it's me for 27 minutes reading my podcast. Yeah, and, and the reason it went to your wife's phone or something like that was kind of bizarre. But, of course, Apple and Google and all those guys are always listening even though they say they're not. Um, so who knows how that popped up on your on your device the way it did. But as far as people accessing content, it's a common thing. Um, so f the weirder part was that it ran on your phone randomly like that. Um, and I've I, never been able to find it myself to go back. You're not using the right Google search. <laughs> you got to put okay, the right guys, phrase I'll in. I'll give up. I mean... Yeah. I'm getting too old to worry about this. Don't worry about it. I don't think there's anything nefarious about it. It was just a weird coincidence. And the fact that, of course, our devices are, I swear, listening. I mean, I think I probably, last time you called, I was talking about the fact that I was bringing up the word purple mattress or something like that while I was helping somebody move. And literally the next, that afternoon or that evening, my Facebook feed is full of purple mattresses uh, ads. So I think that's why you called, uh, because you were kind of trying to understand why it showed up on your wife's phone like that um but again we're all connected we're all listening and the data is out there so whatever google search you need to use is the algorithm is still a mystery to you as far as trying to re reproduce it but i couldn't tell you why it ended up on your wife's phone and i wouldn't worry about it would uh, i look up the title of the actual article in the computer magazine yeah that with that title and see if that brings something up in the yes. edited version You'd be amazed. So you can do. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an expert when it comes to Google searching, uh, except with technology, we do pretty good. Uh, but when you're looking for th for things that are outside of that t that type of realm, the algorithms that Google uses and what you put in the search really matter. So you can have better results or poorer results based on what you search. So just keep using different approaches, and you might get lucky on your search. Well, I won't bother you again. No, it's a great story, and I wish I could be of help to you, sir. But what, I, what was the magazine again? What was the magazine? Um, uh, Bob's wondering. 
it's an IEEE magazine for the computer society, and, and I've uh, I've got the. I'd have to go into another room and get the magazine. Okay, no sweat. Yeah, we're running out of time. But it's you can IEEE. Uh, okay. Well, I, uh, good luck to you trying to figure it out. Sorry we can't help you as to why it's happening, but that, that's a funky story. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. And uh, we, of course, are we're, we're broadcasting live. If you missed anything, you can go to WTIC's Facebook page and check us out there. You can, of course, check us out on Radio.com and check out our podcast as well. Stick around. Dr. Leslie's up next. Thanks, Mike G., for posting everything. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.